0: This is First Date Stories, the podcast, the show where women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond talk all about the first dates they've been
1: on, from the wildly successful to the completely disastrous and everything in between. Here's your host, Jody Klein, founder of FirstDateStories.com. Hi. Life throws the unexpected at us all the time. On this episode, Isabel shares a story about a first date she went on with Todd, where something happened that she never saw coming. How she handled the shock of it all is as important to this story as what preceded it. Here's Isabel's first date story. Welcome, Isabel. It's terrific to have you on the podcast.
0: Hi, Jody. Thank you so much for having me.
1: We're going to talk about a first date that you went on. But before we do that, I know our listeners would be interested in hearing about you.
0: Me, I'm a 40-something. I'm actually married, and I have a dog, no children, and I love being outdoors, and I love practicing yoga.
1: This date that we're going to talk about, is it a date that you had with the man you're married to now?
0: No. Okay, so
1: (laughs) somebody else. What's the name of this somebody else? Todd. How did you
0: and Todd cross paths? In my single days, I was out at a bar with some girlfriends, just having fun, and this really good-looking guy came up to me and started talking to me and offered to buy me a drink, and we just kind of hit it off. What were your first impressions about him when he walked up to you? I just thought he was really hot.
1: (laughs) Okay, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so you were into it. Tell me a little bit about what he looked like.
0: He was just tall, really beautiful eyes, a really great smile, just kind of like that guy that's just really easy on the eyes. So... You were liking what you saw. I was liking what I saw. <laughs> Apparently he was too. Yeah, clearly. What happened between the two of you at the bar? Just kind of, you know, small talk, chatting, flirting, but that kind of fun kind of flirting banter back and forth. What were your girlfriends doing while you were talking to Todd? They were kind of doing their own thing at the bar, having shots, but they kept looking and kind of giving me that kind of nudge, like, this guy's a cutie, this guy's a hottie. Keep up the conversation. Don't let this one get away.
1: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Where did things go with Todd that night?
0: You know, nothing spicy really happened. We kind of ended with exchanging numbers, and he was like, I'd really like to see you again. Can I take you to dinner? So I was like, yeah, sure, of course. So I thought it was kind of cool that, you know, we were at a bar, it was late, we were a little buzzed, and he didn't try anything. So I thought that that was actually kind of cool. Yeah. hmm You thought he was a gentleman. Yeah, I totally thought he was a gentleman, and he actually got a hold of me the next day. That's impressive. He didn't ap-
1: wait at all. He was
0: ready to just let you know that he was into you. Yeah, so I was like, this is a cool guy. He's not waiting three, four days, that game guys play. And he was really sweet and respectful to me. He was generous, and he was hot. What else could a girl <laughs> ask for? Great combination, yes. Did he text you, did he call you? How did the two of you connect? He texted me, which, I was okay with, because this is just the way it is these days, texting, and it kind of made me a little more comfortable. You know, I could think about what I needed to say rather than feeling right on the spot on the, on the telephone. Did he ask you out when you were texting that day? He did, yes. The texts were about, it was really great meeting you, you know, stuff like that. And then he was like, I'd love to take you to dinner. Are you available Tuesday? So this was Monday. Basically, it was the next day. <laughs> he didn't want to waste any time. No time wasted clearly really into you clearly yeah nice yeah so you know it felt good yeah your response was sure of course i'd love to have dinner with you what happened next so we made plans to meet the following evening at a restaurant closer to my home and i told him i'd meet him there smart yeah you met him at a bar yeah yeah exactly
1: so how were you feeling as you were getting ready to go out and meet him?
0: You know, I was excited, I think, just to go on a date with a cute guy. I don't think I was getting butterfly or whatever, um, but I was still, you know, it's, I was, it's fun to be a girl and it's fun to get dressed up and to feel pretty and to put your makeup on. So yes, I was in that mode, you know, kind of texting friends, hey, does this shirt look good or does that shirt look good? What do you think? You know? You were into it. I was. Did you get to the restaurant before him? No, he arrived before I did. You walked in. And where was he? He was having a drink, um, waiting for me. And I walked in and I was like, hey. And he turned around and we just gave each other a big hug. Did the two of you have a drink at the bar first before you sat down? Yeah, we did. He got me a glass of wine. So how was it
1: being at the bar intentionally together?
0: (laughs) It was fun. You know, we kind of picked back up on that flirty banter and how were you feeling and what was he telling you about himself as you were hanging out at the bar together? I was feeling good. I felt I really liked my outfit. Um, you know, and he was just complimenting me and kind of asking a lot of questions about me, which is, you know, nice and refreshing.
1: That is nice. What happened after you were done with your drink at the bar?
0: So we had our drink at the bar, the hostess came, you know, said our table was ready, so we went and sat. Great kind of hip restaurant. It was farm to table. We sat outside in this like cute little garden that they had. They had great music playing. It was just a setup for a great night. Tell me how things went. It was a really great menu. Remember, we were kind of talking back and forth and like, oh, you get this. Uh, we, You know, can I have a bite if you get that? So already feeling like super comfortable with each other. How did things go from there? Things were going great. We were having a great conversation. And then we started to have a conversation. There was something in the news. It was about a football player who was accused of rape or something. And he would like this team. And that's why he'd come up. And Todd I would, had liked the team. Todd had liked this, yeah, this football team. And so we were just kind of talking about it. And I was like, yeah, you know, like that poor woman coming out. It must be really hard Was somebody really famous. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, those people do stuff like that.
1: Talking about the football player.
0: Yeah, the football player. Those people. I was like, those people. So at first I was thinking maybe he just means athletes. You know, athletes have reputations. You know, they're kind of players. They, you know, have a lot of money. They just kind of do whatever they want. And so I kind of said, can you elaborate those people and he was like black people and you You said what to him excuse me what do you mean black people well you know he's black of course he probably raped her wow yeah first of all that's
1: outrageous and awful
0: horrifically awful.
1: and shameful and the guy is not a gentleman no not even close but there's an element here that makes it even
0: more harsh yes so the element here is i said are you kidding me Went through all of that. He wasn't. And I said, my father's black. His jaw dropped. And he's like, I just thought you had a really great tan. (laughs) It's just awful. It's so awful. It's so awful that all you can do is laugh about it.
1: Exactly. What an idiot.
0: A moron. Completely. How do you handle that, Isabel? You're sitting at this table. You've been attracted to this guy at first. What did you do? Well, everything I felt about Todd had gone out the door. As I got over the shock, and he was still in his shock about my father being black, I just kind of politely ended the dinner. I gotta go. Good for you. There's no reason for me to get crazy, throw a drink in his face. That's on him. That's his stuff, not my stuff. You handled that amazingly well. What a class act you are. Thank you. I think it was just such the shock to kind of be in front of that and really have it happening. I was actually proud of myself that that was my reaction as well. Instead of taking the glass of water and throwing it in his face. Yeah, because if somebody told me that it was their story, the first thing I would think is, you know, to get angry and throw the glass of water, but actually being in it and sitting across and seeing like, I think I had more pity for him than anything else. Why did you have that pity? Because it's sad that he was just so close-minded.
1: And perhaps this interaction could have had some impact on his view. Hopefully it did. You went on a date with a racist. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) You, in a very dignified manner, got up and walked out of that restaurant. Do you remember how you were feeling
0: then and what you did after you left the restaurant? I was still in shock. I honestly think I was probably talking to myself as I left the restaurant going like did that really just happen I was just kind of in this like wait what so I was just kind of still in my own shock and when I left um, I just reached out to one of my girlfriends and I was like you're never gonna believe what happened with Todd you know hot Todd yeah hot Todd <laughs> yeah hot Todd's not so hot No. <laughs> and I told her the story and it was just like whoa we were both again she was in shock and it was just one of those things that we just couldn't believe and kind of Again, like laughed about it. I mean, it's a serious issue, but it it's just it was just so shocking. Yes, and it's so obvious that I'm mixed. I at least I thought it was.
1: All he saw was a beautiful woman. He wanted to get to know.
0: Right. What did you take away from this experience? I was actually really surprised with myself and my reaction and how I handled it. But I also took away it wouldn't it didn't stop me from dating. It didn't stop me from going out and meeting other men and. You just never know what's going to happen on a date. You can have a date that goes sour. You can have a date that goes really sour with a racist. Or you can... a <laughs> <The> racist. <laughs> yeah, you could have a date go really sour with a racist. Or you can go on a date and have a really amazing time. So basically, what I got from this is I didn't give up. It didn't make you bitter. It didn't make me bitter. It gave me a really great story that I could tell on dates with guys who were really great.
1: Yes, and on a podcast. And on a podcast. Who knew? <laughs> Now that you've had time to reflect back on this, and it's
0: a few years later, what advice do you have for women? My advice would be don't play small, speak your mind, stick up for yourself, and don't allow it just to keep a man in the room with you. Because there are a lot of great men out there, and it's not worth it if a guy says something that you feel uncomfortable with. Get up, walk away, and stay strong. Respect yourself.
1: That is superb advice. Thank you. And you did all of that. Thank you for coming on the podcast and sharing this really shocking, but memorable, (laughs) and now laughable,
0: story. Thank you for having me.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode. If you have your own take on this story, head on over to FirstDateStories.com and leave a comment. While you're there, check out the articles about celebrating singledom and dating in midlife. First Date Stories provides inspiration, camaraderie, and support for single, divorced, and widowed women in their late 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond. While you're on the website, you can also tell us about a memorable first date that you've been on by popping on over to the share section of our site. We are always up for a good story. And we may invite you to be a guest on a future show. We also have a bi-weekly newsletter. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast yet, you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. And now for a quick run through of the legalese. This podcast is for general information and entertainment purposes only, and is not intended as professional advice for our listeners. We suggest that you always consult with your own personal coaches and advisors. First Aid Stories does not recommend or endorse or object to the views or topics expressed on this podcast. Also, the names of the guests are changed for privacy purposes. This podcast is produced and edited by Kim Poletti and Lisa Gray of Sound Mind Productions and is brought to you by Espoir Ventures. First Date Stories is here to help you be your best you, to cheer you on, and to keep you going on first dates, because beyond your next first date may be the long-term love you're seeking.